0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the PodTracks survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter, at Frugal Snobs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugalsnobs. And now, on to the episode. Hey everybody, this is Justin from frugalsnobs.com. What's up everybody? Welcome to episode one 100 <laughs> of the Frugal Stas Podcast. That woohoo came from Christina. Say hello. Hello. So we've been holding this episode. Yes, we have. Today is Tuesday, July 4th, 2017. we opened up some windows here in the studio. Christina has a caramel cappuccino in front of her. I have a cup of coffee. Now, your cappuccino was freshly brewed in the Keurig 2.0. A lot of things to talk about. Yes. On this big episode. So we're going to talk about our coin finds being Xennials, our savings we've accomplished in the past couple of weeks. Some really good negotiating tips, and again, about being Xennials. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week, so we're going to take our good old sweet time. So, Christian, how you doing? Excellent. So we just got back from a trip up to Pennsylvania. Yes. For the 4th of July holiday, visiting family, etc. So your parents were happy to see us. Yes. So I also will have a beer review on the Moose Head Lager coming up also on YouTube, so check that out, everybody. Um, but at any rate, how you doing? excellent how you doing (laughs) so i've got a lot of things to talk about did you just take a sip of your caramel cappuccino yes how is it it's good all right so christina has a caramel cappuccino got my cup of coffee i'll pop the top right now and we'll go ahead and get into it um i did want to say i hope everybody is enjoying the youtube videos on the youtube channel if you have not subscribed already please do so go and subscribe to that channel everybody it does help us out and we'll also be posting more on social media as well A lot of the coin and banknote review videos are out. A couple of review videos are out. Uh, We've also looked at a few product reviews from the 1893 series of craft sodas from Pepsi. A lot of good stuff. Oh, yeah. A lot of really good stuff, and we have a lot of stuff still in the hopper to get out. But there's, I think, roughly around between 20 and 30 videos right now out on the channel. So go check out our latest stuff, everybody. We're also making some changes to the branding. For Frugal Snobs. And also, the website will be having uh, some changes upcoming, and Podcast Royale is on its way. Just have a lot of things that we're working on and in the middle of. Christina? Yes. You will also be starting a new job on July 17th. Yes. You got a lot of things to think about. Oh, I know. So, we got a lot of stuff going on, everybody. I'm back to the office, of course, back to the grind tomorrow on Wednesday, July 5th. Christina, you got some plans tomorrow. But we had a nice time away for the four days, um, and we got to talk about a lot of that stuff. Today. Yes. Alright. So let's start off with what do you actually, Christina, you have notes. Yes, I do. Alright, so what's the first thing on your notes for this episode? We're gonna start off with the awesome savings that we had. hmm So at our local you wanna know, start with Harris Teeter? Yes, and then we go into the cool <clears throat> Sure. So uh, as everybody knows, if you are an avid listener of this show, and you should be, if you haven't, get out there and subscribe on your podcast your of choice and on your network of choice. We're available everywhere. iTunes, Google Play, Music, uh, on TuneIn Radio, Auto Radio, and of course, uh, other networks as well. So get out there um, and check out the podcast. It definitely helps us out. And if you're also listening on CastBox, thank you very much. We're also now part of the, the CastBox family. And, of course, I think we're up to 12 networks now, so we're syndicating all over the place. Take it over the podcast universe. Yes. One listener at a time. Yes. So, let's talk about Harris Teeter. So, Harris Teeter, to anyone who has not listened to this show in the past, or if, let's say, you're an international audience, and by the way, welcome to the show. uh, Harris Teeter is a regional grocery store chain in the eastern United States. Uh, We do enjoy Harris Teeter. Uh, My parents miss Harris Teeter from North Carolina when they were living there. But we were able to have some really good savings at Harris Teeter. Oh, yeah. So we went on a buy two, get three free spree. Yes. So so let's first, before we get to the buy two, get three free, let's talk about all of our free stuff. So we got the free gummies. Yes. Five ounce package of free gummy snakes, which came in handy. Yes, each. Which came in handy on our road trip. Yes. (laughs) So it did help out there. Um, So those were, of course, free uh, this week. And we also picked up, of course, the buy two, get three offers and deals. So Christina, we were able to pick up buy two, get three free cheese. Yes. We we're starting to run on cheese here. We're down to two bags. Yes. 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 So we, we, of course, the studio that we podcast out of is also attached to our apartment. So of course we had to get some food, got a yes. frugal snobs. So buy two, get three free cheese. So we saved some a decent amount there. Um, essentially, I was thinking, we'd probably say somewhere between $1.35 and $2 a bag, I would think. Something along those lines, so... Well, th- for
1: five bags, it was $7.78.
0: That's not bad. No. That's not bad. For five bags. For five bags, that's over two and a half pounds. Yes. Of cheese. I should... It, yeah,
1: they're, they're eight pounds, so it's like two and a half
0: pounds. Yeah, two and a half pounds of yeah. cheese. So, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, for craft uh, cheese, so to speak. And I don't mean craft is in the brand, but craft or artisan cheeses. So yes. So... It's shredded cheese. We don't have to cut it ourselves in terms of putting it on dishes and things. Uh, cut the cheese. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to grate the cheese. We, yes, thank you. We don't need to grate the cheese and shred the cheese. But um, So that's, of course, helpful to us. We also picked up some new flavors of coffee. Buy You get three free. Do you want to review that one that you tried? Sure. I'll go ahead and talk about it right now, <laughs> and I can also bring a formal more, f- more review to the YouTube channel. I'm trying to push folks to the YouTube channel. We want multiple uh, forms of media. We want to be a multimodal form of entertainment and information for everybody. So, like that word, multimodal. Yes. Yeah, that's a nice word. Um, again, I do learn things. Um, so, we also need to talk about are you smarter than a fifth grader here on this episode ah. as well. So, let's we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. But we were able to pick up buy you get three free on the coffee. That's four and a half pounds of coffee, everybody, roughly for five bags. That's not bad at sixteen dollars and change for all of it. Sixteen dollars U.S. and change. Not bad. Four, and the change is from tax. Four and a half pounds. Yes. That is not bad. Um, I've taken advantage of this offer a couple of times in the past. Uh, right now, I think I have over 20 pounds, pounds of coffee, of coffee right now in assorted bags, bricks, all vacuum sealed. So, uh, Christina, you picked up five bags for your dad for his birthday. Yes. So, you picked up five bags of the toasted almond blend. Again, this is also from, I think, from H.T. Traders or Harris yeah. Taker brand coffee. Yes. Not bad. Coffee's coffee, folks. I mean, if you're if you're a fan of the K-Cups, and you're a specific fan of a specific brand, um, notoriously speaking, like of Pete's Coffee or Starbucks. Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, not, uh, none of which are sponsors of the show. No. But, to me, that's just, uh, that, that's a take. Yeah. You know, um, so, again, coffee, to me, coffee's coffee. Yeah, Right? So, five bags of the toasted almond. I tried it over the weekend. It's Tremendous and not uh, with the flavored coffees, and I think people can relate. Uh, sometimes you get the scent um, out of the coffee. So, when you brew the pot of coffee or the cup of coffee for the individual single serve, you smell it and you smell that toasted almond or that hazelnut or that cinnamon spice or uh, southern pecan. I mean, the list goes on and on, right? Mm-hmm. This coffee, the toasted almond at least, that blend has the taste of a toasted almond too so you get that extra that extra flavor out of it nice strong cup of coffee was very good <laughs> so i'm um, hoping your dad enjoys his flavors we also threw in a bag of kenyan coffee uh for stronger uh flavors for him as well and i think you gave him one other creme flavor. brulee creme brulee uh did you give him a cinnamon spice i'm not sure I've, yes uh, yes so he received six bags of coffee yes us. he got three bags of the toasted almond one cinnamon spice, one creme brulee, and one Kenyan. So not bad. So six 12-ounce bags of coffee. It's a nice birthday present. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at quite a bit. I mean, $8 per bag at retail. That's 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, easily. I mean, that's $48 and change. So yeah, it's 50 bucks. So not a bad gift. No. So also handed off to my own family a bag of the toasted almond. Alas, I'm down to, I think, two to three bags. Um, but the good is that I got to try the coffee for free. Yes, <laughs> so get into your I make other people open their bags of coffee so that I can try it as a social event. Yes. So as a social activity. So I still have bags of my own. Um, I would probably give this coffee, folks, it's a nice breakfast coffee or a midday coffee, not an evening coffee. Um, it's probably a good blending coffee if you want to spike that with a little, with a little bit of grandpa's old cough medicine. That being a little bit of whiskey or bourbon, not bad, I don't think. Um, I'd probably give it on a star rating for a snob rating. Probably four out of five stars. Not bad. Not bad. And it's hard to get a five. Yes, it is very hard to get a five. But I do have a five coming up for the Moosehead Lager. So check out that review on YouTube when it gets there. Um, again, Moosehead Lager is a logger your father turned me on to. Yes. We'll talk a little bit about that as part of the episode, too. So, anything else that Harris here?
1: We got um, the buy two, get three uh, Nathan's hot dogs.
0: Yes, we did. Bundling hot dogs and all beef. Yes. Yes, buy two, get three free. Now, I'll say this to people, right? The hot dog, the humble hot dog, I should say, uh, is not necessarily a gourmet dish. However, because of uh, niche markets for gourmet hot dogs or haute dogs, as they've been called. Haute dogs. Haute dogs. Mm H-A-U-T-E dogs. Um, the hot dog is actually making kind of a resurgence. It's kind of like the gourmet burger bars you see a lot yeah. of, right? The, the Evolution Burger, uh, uh, other, other restaurants like that where you have uh, the more gour- gourmet burger experience. Um, you'll see that more in the hot dog or the hot dog. I mean, I, I can honestly say I love a decent hot dog if it has the right toppings.
1: Yes. Right? I like my chili dogs with the Sloppy Joe on top. Yes.
0: Yes. Because we are humble folks here at the Frugal Snobs. We like to live well, never pay retail. But at the same time, we're regular folks. Yes. So, yes, correct. The Sloppy Joe dog or the chili dog with a little bit of cheese, that's pretty good. Also, a summer dog with a little bit of spicy uh, sriracha sauce or a little bit of uh, habanero cheese. Oh, delicious. So, Nathan's Hot Dogs, pick those up by two get three free. On the whole, how much did we save at Harris Teeter?
1: I was going to say, I hate to, um, we actually saved a little bit more because as I was checking out, I got two free Coupons for free
0: ice cream again. Oh, yes. So this is the extremely expensive protein ice cream. That's $12 a quart. Yes, I got two more pints for free. $6 a pint, everybody. It's protein packed, 20 grams of protein per pint. But you got the coupons, so we were able to pick up two free pints as yes. well as 12 additional dollars of savings. Yes. So how much do we end up saving altogether in terms of an approximate estimate at Harris Teeter?
1: approximately we would have spent $200.
0: <laughs> it doesn't look like much when it's in your cart, does it? No. Or in your reusable tote or in a shopping bag. That would have but been just two totes. For 200 bucks. Uh, but the stuff we bought was high-ticket, high, high or in the high-rent district, so to speak, as they <laughs> say. So we do buy some expensive stuff. but we get a massive discounts. After so, our savings, we only spent around $50. That's right. So we saved 75%. <laughs> yes. One hundred and fifty dollars saved. Yes. That is our best savings to date. Yes. In a single shopping trip. Yes. <laughs> nice. That is nice. My little Seth
1: Rollins laugh. <laughs> hey, it's not quite extreme couponing because if, if that was the case, I'd get, we'd
0: actually have money back. Well, in right a way, it was kind of extreme couponing in that you got free ice cream just to go to the grocery store. Yeah. Now, the best thing in that is, let's say you went in to buy a pack of gum. And then and you got a free point ice cream. That would be funny. That would be nice. So, all right, folks. So that is Harris Teeter. $150 of savings. Um, any other grocery savings you want to talk about? That was it. We only went to Harris Teeter. All we needed to do was go to Harris Teeter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so,
0: all right, everybody. If you have a Harris Teeter nearby, again, not a sponsor of the show, make sure you sign up for the EVIC program. And check their ads. Yes. Yes, and the EVIC program is going to help you out as well. Typically, especially during the summer and fall months, they're known to send out a, a, um, a bulletin or an e-bulletin or an EVIC alert on Fridays via email. Yes. And typically you're given a free item as part of that. So on on the whole, typically it's yogurt or iced tea or things that are decent. I mean, they're decent free items. Yeah. Now, when you get things like gum and things like that, you're thinking, oh, it's like under a dollar free stuff. But actually, sometimes they're worth
1: more than because they give you the big, like, Cup quarter sliced thing of gum. Yes.
0: Yes, the the thirty six pieces or whatever it is. Yes. Um, and then also of course with Ice tea, that's where we had some of our best savings. Oh yeah. At four dollars a half gallon. Yes. So you look at, you know, a full gallon at, you know, eight dollars a gallon or so. Not bad. Not no. bad at all. So um anyway, folks, I mean there's always ways to make things go a lot further. Just gotta think about it.
1: Yeah. Just gotta think about it. Keep your eyes
0: open. That's right. So that's the grocery savings for the week. Yes. Uh, you also took advantage of the Starbucks uh, promotion. Yes, I week, did last week, and you got yourself a cold coffee and got another free cold coffee. Now, was it of the same value or yes. how does that work? It was equal or lesser value. Okay. So I was also taking advantage of this as well because Christina would make her stops at Starbucks daily, and then in the afternoons, uh, she was kind enough to provide me with a caramel macchiato. And a vanilla iced coffee as well. So mm-hmm. nice. That was very nice of you. Thank you. At three to four dollars a piece, especially with how warm it was. It's, it's so easy. I mean, saving money is very easy. You just gotta you don't think, think about, about it. it. Well, I I think you know we've talked about it. We've evangelized it on the show, and that, that's really our theme: be well, never pay retail. And we never pay retail. We never pay retail. We, pay a retail. we try not to pay a retail. And if I'm not saying we won't spend money, but we need to get the most value yes. out of the money that we spend. So. I think if you learn these habits younger, yes, it's easier. Yes. right. We'll talk about being Zenels here as well as part of the episode. So we'll talk about some of our, our habits and our, our beliefs and our value system a little bit more. But when it comes to being well, never paying retail, it's not hard. No. You just got to think it through. And, you know, being in Pennsylvania over the weekend where things are markedly more expensive than what they are here in Northern Virginia, uh, obviously housing is a lot more here. So, that's kind of where you have the trade-off. Housing is higher, but food, uh, gasoline, things like that. Cheaper. Other stables of life, yes, are cheaper.
1: I mean, looking at it, we had to sell the gas, and it was $2.50 per gallon up there. But then we come down here, and it's $2.05.
0: And with your Upside app, you were able to get to basically fill up last week at $1.74 a gallon. Yes. It's amazing. It, it's not hard.
1: I mean, that's what seventy-five cents a gallon savings.
0: Yes, that's times how many gallons? If it's ten gallons, seven fifty. Yeah, it's not bad. Seven dollars. What's the value? Chance. Yeah, that, that's a real value, especially. You know, I, I think if if a person is listening to this show, and it's one thing that I've always said, and I'll say it more on episode one hundred, because it is our flagship podcast that we're working on right now, working on other projects, but it's also you know our mainstay podcast. Mm-hmm. And to get to one hundred episodes is amazing for us. So, thank you, all, everyone, for also listening. We definitely appreciate all the support. We've had some great stats, also. We checked June. Mm-hmm. Really good stats. Really good stats for unique visitors to the website, and of course, continued listenership. We also had twenty three new listens to episode one. Yeah. Of the podcast, it's been a journey, everybody. I mean, you, you can you can hear the evolution of the podcast from just me running my mouth for fifteen to twenty minutes at a time, then uh, adding a, a little more. Uh, production quality, and a little more longevity, better topics. Then adding Christina to the show um, helped. Everybody listens to the show because of you. They don't listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) um, But it really has been helpful. But I think if you are a continued listener of the show, thank you. If you're a new listener, welcome. But if you're a young person in your 20s to mid-30s listening to this show um, and you have a young family, get some of these habits instilled in your children early. Um, it will they, save you down the road. They were instilled in me very early. No one ever handed me anything. I had to work for everything. Um, I never knew how hard it was to make a buck, so to speak, until I had to make my own. Mm-hmm. And then I learned how to make those dollars go as far as I could. And you can't make them a photocopier. That's, that's, well, it depends. If you're counterfeiting them and you have a good printer. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so um, and you have a little bit of baby powder to soften those up and throw them in the dryer, the clothing dryer. So I've heard how it is. But anyway, we're not talking about counterfeiting this week. We're talking about good stuff on this episode. So, all right, that is Harris Teeter uh, in terms of the savings. Do you have any other savings you want to talk about uh, aside from the coin finds? No, I mean, the coin finds were the bulk of the actual cool stuff going on. So, do you want to get into the coin finds next? Sure. All right, so, <clears throat> pardon me, folks, let's get into our coin finds. So, um, really, the coin finds, I mean, we basically made what we call our mid-year haul. Yes. Uh, this year. It's, it's mid-year, mid-2017. The year is going by quick. hmm Very quick. A lot of changes happened this year. Some good, some not so good. But we've been able to weather a lot of those changes. So, uh, we thought we'd take some time this weekend, go visit some folks. We don't get a lot of a time away, just with everything going on. hmm So, we took a trip to Pennsylvania. But, really, the savings started, or the, the um, opportunity, started a couple of weeks ago. Now... Last Saturday, we uh, took a trip to Frederick, Maryland. Yes. Roughly fifty-five to sixty miles away mm-hmm. from where we are, took about an hour and a half to get there in the blazing heat. Yes. So we we're already tired, and we should talk about Pride Day as oh. well. Let's talk about that. So, and before I set the stage for Pride Day, let me make this very, very clear: uh, 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 uh. what we're going to be speaking about, I I have no issues with anyone's orientation of any kind, but even you will find this funny yeah. if this impacts you uh, in a different way that it impacted us. So, apparently last weekend was the LBGTQ Pride weekend, nationwide, I believe. Yes. I believe worldwide, but I believe nationwide, at least in the U.S. So, we roll into Frederick, Maryland last Saturday, right? So, get there on the 24th yes. of June. And we decided to make some stops at a few antique shops. Yes. Um, a couple on the main stretch, a main stretch in town. I grew up in Frederick, so I wanted to uh, just check out the, the main strip in town and uh, just see how hopping it was from what I remember when I was a kid. So we hit a couple of antique shops. We're having some issues finding parking, though. Yeah. Right? It's so hot. It's yeah. So warm. So we decided to park the car, the snobmobile, mobile, so to speak, kind of in a more centralized location and walk. Yeah. To a couple of the coin shops. And we'll get to the coin find um, basically here in a minute that we found in Frederick. But um, we we are driving into town and we we see signs for Frederick Pride Day. And I'm thinking, well, the town was incorporated in 1745. You saw the city signs, the mm-hmm. city limits, right? When we drove into town. I thought maybe it's a city pride day. Right?
1: Which made sense because we didn't really see anything when we were leaving. Exactly. At least in this area.
0: Exactly. So we get there. We park the car, and Christina, you noticed at first, walking down the street, you saw a lot of same sex couples.
1: Yes. Right,
0: holding hands, etc, etc. This doesn't affect it, again, we have no issues with orientation or any of that kind, but we kind of looked at each other and went, whoa, wait, it's not City Pride Day, it's... Pride Pride. It's Pride Pride Day, so that was quite funny, and everyone we've told is kind of just laughing their heads off at it, so... We were mistaken, Yes. Uh, but it was quite funny, um, that at least um, we had looked at it you know, it, through those rosy goggles of being City Pride versus Pride Pride, yes. so a little bit deceptive yes. in the messaging, but uh, that's neither here nor there, but that was quite funny. So we um, checked out a couple of the antique shops, struck out. I mean, how, how, I guess, not frustrating, but disappointing is it that you walk into an antique shop and it looks like somebody's basement?
1: Yeah, and it smells like their basement. Right, or
0: an attic. Yeah. Just that old, musty, dusty smell. Yeah. You know, you, you walk in and you see something, like, for example, I think we saw an old corkscrew with a really cool handle on it. Yeah. Like a, made in a China. outdoor hose. Yeah, made in China. Yeah, a or ground. a faucet handle, basically. Yeah. Made in China. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So, like, okay, that's not an antique. Nope. So, we went, we went ahead and moved on. We were kind of looking a little bit bummed and kind of striking out a little bit. Came all this way. Until we got to a coin shop, which will remain nameless, because they're, they're not a sponsor of the show. and Plus, we don't want you all going to our hotspots. No, that's, that's our turf. That's right, it's our turf. We can give you tips and things like that, and we want to hear from you. By the way, send emails to snobs at gmail.com. But, um, or tell us your stories. Yeah, tell us your stories. You can actually send us uh, voicemails as well. so Or audio messages, certainly. so Or MMS messages. So, anyway, uh, we go into this coin shop. And uh, Christina, you did a little bit of digging through a box of world coins, found a spider in it,
1: <laughs>
0: running across the coins. Um, but in those finds, you found a couple of coins, uh, I believe a Jamaican penny from 1953, uh, a couple of other coins that you kind of yeah. wanted. But, I mean, nothing overly spectacular, but kind of cool, Yeah. you know. But we did get to a point where uh, you did find um, the Britannia coin from 2017 from the yes. Royal British Mint yes uh 2017.999 quality silver one troy ounce by the way there are 12 troy ounces per troy pound so you were able to pick up this coin i got jealous and also got a coin as well the 2017 britannia coin britannia on the obverse uh, i should say on the reverse side queen elizabeth ii on the uh, obverse side two british pound denomination Uh, cool coin. Yeah, I mean, you actually see Queen Elizabeth in a full crown on this coin. And it's a different crown. Yes. It's not the Tierra-style crown. It's more of a full-style crown, yes? Yes. And you can see her little pearl drop
1: earrings, her hair pulled back in
0: curls. It's a very, very well-defined coin. And again, it's an uncirculated coin. Uh, so we were happy to pick up, uh, these coins at spot plus a given dollar amount. Yes. And is cool, too, because... You actually see the sun rays behind her. And we, you didn't see that in previous coins. No, they did not incorporate that. In the Britannia series. <laughs> so, pretty cool.
1: Yeah, pretty and cool no, I mean, it's you see the British flag on the shield she's holding. She's hold, also holding a trident, looking back at the trident with holding the shield in front of her.
0: So, before you go any further, I wanted to talk about this British flag thing. It triggered something. You saw a a post on Facebook (laughs) that I've got to to repost it, everybody. It's funny. It's hilarious. So, apparently a contact of yours, a friend of yours, posted a very humorous post, at least in my opinion. Uh, It's a British flag, kind of as a watermark. Text, of course, on the front of the image that states, Happy Treason Day, you ungrateful colonials. Yes. I love it. For the 4th of July, it's hilarious. I laugh so hard at that Like, you know, they're right <laughs> Happy Treason Day You ungrateful colonials Quite funny That could only be stereotypically British, though <laughs> <laughs> Quite funny So, your comment about the British flag Kind of brought that to, to mind So, that was the Britannia coin um, You're also looking for the Queen's Beasts
1: Yes, those are expensive But they're two tryouts
0: well, That's such a cool name, though The Queen's Beasts Yes
1: there is a dragon, a, fiend, a, uh, a griffin, a lion, and a unicorn. <sighs> so cool. And in each.
0: I want my own series. <laughs> and each animal app actually represents a country. Interesting. In within the British Isles. Itself. Yes. So I believe Wales well, is the dragon. Yes. Uh, the lion, I, England I, is England. Yes. Uh, the unicorn is Scotland. Yes. And the griffin is Northern Ireland. Yes. Correct. Interesting. Very interesting. I want, my, I want I want, us to have our own line of, of animal-oriented coins. I want to call them the frugal farm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we already have Kit Kats.
0: That's true. We already That'd be th-
1: actually a cool idea to get frugal, frugal snobs coins.
0: Yes, the commemorative coins. that can buy them at frugalsnobs.com. One trance, silver. We can go to btoken.com and get those.
1: Have the male on the front, the female on the back. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. B will never pay retail. Here's Around the, the... Instead of the in God we trust. Yes. Yeah be well, never pay retail, and a cat front and a cat back. Yes. Nice. That's a good idea. You can go (laughs) check that out. Go check that out. Get the Frugal Snobs coins. Make people buy them at FrugalSnobs.com. Help's out the podcast. Yes. And other things that you folks should be buying as well. Christina, you sucked down a few of these during the weekend, but your um, Excess Energy drinks. Oh, yeah. So not a sponsor of the show, folks, but you can also... Uh, check out the Frugal Snaps Wellness Center. Um, I believe there uh, is a link yes. uh, on FroelSnaps.com.
1: And right now, the company is actually running a promotion for the year on those drinks. Yep. It is buy five,
0: get one free. Buy the case. That yes. is right. Buy five cases, get one case free. Yes. So it's not bad.
1: No, you're. That's a twenty three dollars savings
0: right there. Yes. That actually true. paid
1: more than paid for shipping.
0: It does, and quite frankly, they'll they'll be able to get these drinks for, I believe, under a dollar, maybe, per, or under $2 per?
1: Under $2 per.
0: Okay, so they are a little bit pricey.
1: But they're healthier, they don't have as much
0: caffeine, less calories, Mm -hmm. no sugar. And they have more unique flavors. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a world where people overdose on caffeine now, apparently. Yeah. Ridiculous, I'm rolling my eyes at that. People just need to behave. Mm-hmm. Let's behave. Haven't I said that? I said it all weekend. People Ooh. just need to behave. It's not hard. It makes me bad. I'm going to get upset. So, <laughs> it. but it, it's upsetting because people do very stupid, unwise things and then blame everybody else. Yes. You are in control of yourself. Yes. Be- I'm tired of basically being like like a universal parent to people. Or a universal babysitter. Yes, I'm not a babysitter. I am not a parent. I am not a mentor. I am not, you know, a sensei. I am here to do the best I can for me. You know, and I'm here to give you tips, but I don't help people unless I know you're going to do something with it. Exactly. Right? So... Okay, let's get back to it because I'm going to get upset. I don't want to get on to and, any kind of tangent. So, and I'll
1: say on um, when we were actually in Pennsylvania is where we got the rest of our finds.
0: Yes, so... And as far as silver coins, I was going to go... Let's wrap up on the, at least on the Frederick experience okay. first. So we took care of that, picked up the coins, um, did make a stop at a restaurant, an old diner in Frederick, used dot restaurant.com gift card, Yeah. and saved quite a bit. I mean... We were struggling to spend the the amount needed for the gift card, but it wasn't bad. We'll probably go back for some breakfast. Yeah. So they're known for breakfast. So, didn't want to cut you off, Christina, but wanted to finish up that thought. Uh, I was just trying to stay on the thought of coins. That, we're getting back to that. Okay. (laughs) So that is the Frederick experience. So, that kicked off the week. Pride Day, diner food, cool coin. Yes. Fourth of July humor. Yes. Alright, so, again... That is, of course, the uh, experience we had from the Frederick experience. So, a week went through fairly uneventful.
1: Yeah, till Friday. Yeah.
0: Friday. So, uh, Friday I was able to, with Christina's assistance, pick up a 1934 $10 silver certificate to match the 1934 10s we have in our collection. Yes. I picked that up for a decent price. It will be here on Thursday. So, that's pretty cool. Um, I believe it is a blue seal. Uh, 1934, not a red seal. We'll yes. talk about that also. Uh, but blue ink.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, very cool. Looks very similar to the 1934 10. We've talked about it on the show before, everybody. <coughs> Pardon me. The uh, 1934 10, that series of bills, I, I think it's kind of has some unsung qualities to it. Uh, the artistry on the bill, the 10s are more predominant. Uh, darker ink. Um, and again, the green ink is on the 1934 uh, series, at least the 10. But if you look at the back of some of these bills, including the 1934-10, you see the old cars, the Bucket T mm-hmm. Roadster that you pointed out. They uh, one period-appropriate clothing. Mm-hmm. And you don't really see a lot of that. And I think people kind of uh, just gloss over that. So if you do have some of these older bills or you're looking for older bills, take a look at the artwork. So Friday, 1934, $10 service certificate in the collection, Be Here Thursday.
1: Yes, and I scooped it while someone was just sitting on it. <laughs> yes, you did. You
0: upset somebody so much. Yep. Good job. Good job. Because they did have uh, a pretty, pretty decent max bid on it. Yeah, and we scooped it from underneath them. That's right. Twenty-two dollars fifty cents U.S. including shipping. That's right. <laughs> So they're worth at least in, in horrible condition, around fifteen to seventeen, eighteen dollars. And this was in pretty good shape. Yep. So I'd say it's probably in the twenty to twenty five range. So that's about what market would be. I'll take it. Uh have to now bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not bad. Um so that was pretty good. That was a good find on Friday. That moved into Saturday. We kind of uh planned the trip to Pennsylvania. Kind of last minute. Yeah. On Friday, I thought, you know, we should go visit people. So went and visited uh, my mother and my niece. I went and visited Christina's parents. Um, But anyway, on Saturday, we decided to uh, head up to Pennsylvania. We made a stop at a uh, large antique mall in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, We've been to this mall before. It's called Black Rose. Again, not a sponsor, but go check them out, everybody, if you are in the the mid-Atlantic states or in the uh, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Northern Virginia, Delaware area. Uh, even West Virginia, uh, for the eastern part of the state. Not a bad place, everybody. Um, we ra- we actually have raided them in the past for coins and other things, such as uh, depression glass, carnival glass. But I also got my dad a birthday present there uh, this year, which he really thoroughly enjoys. Um, but uh, we did pick up some additional coins there as well. Uh, Christina, you got a really good find, and so did I there. You picked up an Australian coin.
1: Yes, it was uh, a
0: commemorative coin. One Australian dollar denomination. Yes, one troy ounce silver.
1: 0.999. Yes. Oh. And it's also frosted.
0: Ah, with uh, the queen on the front and the dragon and phoenix on the back.
1: Yes, she's wearing a more
0: tiara style crown, little study rings. Is it from 2017? Yes. Interesting. So, Christina started to getting into more of a silver kick, and that's fine. Um just watching what we buy. Yes, as long as you watch the spot price of silver. But I think in a way it's kind of smart because you get both the value of the .99 quality troy ounce of silver as well as the artistry of a coin. Yes. So you kind of get them all in one. And basically what you're doing is you're paying for the troy ounce, but a little bit over that just to get the artistry of the coin. So yes, yes silver trades between $16 and $18 an ounce currently, U.S., Um so, and the coins may be going for higher, and everybody's thinking, well, why would I pay for this coin when the the small one ounce bar is only this much? You're getting the artistry of the coin. Yes. So, it's basically, basically you're looking at around 150% typically of the spot rate just to get that extra artistry. So, you're paying a couple extra dollars, but you get coins that are made of the same material, like the, the 999 quality silver, 0.999 uh, troy ounces of silver, and you get the artistry of a coin. So, it's kind of a two for one.
1: Yes, I mean, the intricacy of the dragon phoenix on the back is definitely very intricate because the dragon and phoenix are not
0: frosted, but the whole background is. Right, and it's, again, it brings them out, and it's an uncirculated coin. Yes, and I actually
1: uh, opened up my eBay app before Mm -hmm. purchasing and could not find it cheaper.
0: Did your research, you got it for roughly $11 less than what the market value on, on the auctioned versions of this coin we're going for on ebay so not bad and yes folks you can register for a subscription from the mint of your choosing depending on where you are in the world uh the u.s mint the Royal canadian mint the british royal mint um but remember that if you're ordering these coins direct from the mints there's going to be shipping involved yeah so it may be better for you just to selectively select and plus with subscription services you might be getting coins you don't want yeah but um, it's better for you to take a look at the pricing both from the source as well as from auction sites or online sites like eCrate or eBay. Uh, Etsy's a little high. Yeah. For a lot of things. But um, you're able to pick up this coin decently. Yes. I also picked up a 1949 10 Deutschmark note. Yes. A review will be coming out on that. Yes. It, it Interesting bill. I It had allegories. Uh, I think it, there's three allegories in the front bills. Yes. Bill. Um, I wasn't too digging this bill at first, but of course did some research after the fact and went back and picked it up. <laughs> so $15 US, it's worth probably about double that, I would think, or beyond. Um, not a bad bill to add to the collection. It's in near mint condition. Uh, so pretty cool. There will be a review, as Christina said, once we do a little more research. But that was, of course, the Saturday funds, along with a few coins here and there. And we also got that $0.10 cent military, Yes, a military payment certificate. Good point. Uh, These particular certificates, uh, this particular certificate was for 10 cents, but these certificates were printed, I believe, in the 1950s and 60s. Yes. um, Across the world, I believe, in six countries uh, for issue. Um, But it features later liberty. Mm -hmm. It's a cool little bill. Paid a couple bucks for it. Couldn't couldn't pass that up. You saw it in the case. Yes. So not a bad little pickup. So that was another find from Christina on Saturday, as well as a few haberdashery coins here and there um a couple of half pennies and pennies from the 1940s uh, christina i think you also found some george the fifth pennies yeah um, from the uk i think or from canada one or the other i think i think uh, great britain oh ah okay so not bad um also picked up a uh, really cool 1906 coin um which was the heller coin the two heller coin from austria yeah pretty cool
1: that came in our box that we got from pennsylvania Yes, so... Or Altoona, shall yeah, we say.
0: Yes, the, the cool thing is is that, um, you know, you can also get a lot of bundled coins now, especially in, uh, in containers. So, uh, either you get the box of coins or you get a single coin holder with a couple of coins in it. So, it's not bad. Not bad to grab a couple of those. No. Um, but, um, really good stuff on Saturday. Now, the, the jackpot came on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So, let's go ahead and do Sunday.
1: Sunday we went out to um,
0: the Antique Depot for the first time. Yes, and that is, of course, in, uh, what, Duncansville? Yes. Pennsylvania. We also hit another antique shop in State College, Pennsylvania, Apple Hill.
1: Yes.
0: Um, but let's talk about uh, the trip uh, up to see your parental units. Yes. So before we get into those coins, I, I can I go ahead and review the moose head? Yes. So your father turned me on to this lager. It is from Canada's oldest brewery, I also wanted to mention to all of our Canadian listeners and all of our listeners around the world, happy belated Canada Day. Yes. On July 1st, Canada 150, baby. Yes. Canada 150. So it means a lot to us because we also collected notes and coins from Canada 150. Yes. So it was pretty cool. And I was able to sample a Canadian beer. Yes. Moose Head Lager 5% ABV from St. John's, New Brunswick established 1867 canada's oldest brewery had my first one on canada day <laughs> how cool is that there is a review coming folks uh your father also uh, not only turned me on to this beer but also showed off a moose head bell buckle yes that he purchased which we'll be including on the review you got an image of it yes so it's a it's a pretty cool beer everybody uh five percent uh, ABV, very drinkable lager. I had a couple just when we arrived, and you didn't think anything. Just from it. the heat, and it was delicious. It is a delicious beer. I definitely would give this a four and a half or a five star snob rating, depending Ooh-hoo. on how, how thirsty I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> four and a half to five stars. Moosehead, awesome brew. Very, very good beer. There is a review coming, and your father sent me home with a 24-pack, a case of Moosehead, which I can't get here in Northern Virginia beyond a six-pack. Yeah. So, awesome, awesome beer. So, had a Moosehead, had a couple Mooseheads on Saturday night, Uh, hung out, just relaxed with the parental unit, saw the the Jack Russell Terrier Jackie, Mm -hmm. dog hates me. Telling me that dog hates me. Oh, she loves you. She doesn't love me. She hates me. <laughs> and, of course, Kirby, the invariable Kirby, <laughs> Mr. Fat Cat and proud of it. Yes. Yes, he's an attention snob. All he wants is attention from everybody. Mm-hmm. And you have blackmail. Yes. Yes. So let me explain the blackmail first. <laughs> uh, so, visiting with Christina's parents had a bite to eat or some best way pizza. Fresh. It's only I don't like it as fresh. Bestway yeah. Pizza. Again, Best Way is not a sponsor of the show, but if you are in central Pennsylvania, check out Best Way. Um, <clears throat> it comes in a sheet, right? You can get it by the slice or a whole t- uh, sheet of 28. And they're rectangular slices, yeah. right? So it's kind of like very similar to the pizza at Bigfoot, the way it used to be, mm-hmm. but I believe it only comes with cheese or pepperoni only, right? No, just, just pepperoni. Really? So there's no other toppings that No other it. toppings. Okay. I guess they do pizza right then. <laughs> uh, I have to give your dad a little credit, though. We ordered the best way, and your dad even said he would save a beer, a moose head, for the pizza. Yeah. Pizza and beer. Complimentary goods. That's right. A little economics lesson for everybody. The two, How I learned complimentary goods in college was around pizza and beer, or since we were in Texas, Mexican food and beer. <laughs> so, complimentary goods, your dad does pizza right because he has it with nice cold beer. And make it a moose head,
1: please. Yes.
0: So, pretty cool. So, I had some Best Way Pizza, had a couple of brews. I got to see Jackie. Yeah. I had nothing for her, but what did I have? You had pets for her. I had pets for her. So, we'll get to Jackie here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, spent some time with the family. Uh, just hung out. Uh, got onto a new beer. I'm hooked. Got my case of Moosehead here. I'll be using that sparingly. Yes. Uh, in, in the meantime, I'll be drinking the uh, really cheap Yingling we picked up. Two cases, folks, $30 and change, thanks to Christina's magic. That's 62.5 cents per beer. beer. Yes. So, and they're cans, so they're easier to store. I prefer bottled beer, but eh, cans will do it. So, <laughs> don't yawn. Don't yawn. Am I boring you? No, I was stretching. Oh, stretching. Okay. So, you didn't hear my fingers crack? No. I'm sorry, I'm running my mouth too much. So, Saturday night, had some Best Way, had some Moosehead, hung out spent some time with the family. I think they were happy to see us. Yeah. So we don't get a lot of a chance to go up and see them. That no, much. we don't. I mean, they're, what, almost four hours away, three and a half, four hours. Yes. So uh, we don't get a lot of time to spend time away. So we took advantage of it. So, so everything was going pretty well. Friday went well. Saturday went well. Got into Sunday. Jackpot. Yes. So I headed over to Antique Depot in Duncansville, Pennsylvania. Um, Christina, you picked up a really cool coin. Uh, from the, from 18, what? 1840-something? 1840 1850-something? 1842. Bank, it says, bank token
1: one penny. Mm-hmm. Providence of Canada, Bank of Montreal.
0: Providence or Province of Canada?
1: Pro, Province of Canada, Bank of Montreal.
0: Nice. Bank of Montreal is still around. I think it's also allied with Harris Bank. But 1842? Yes. And this coin is worth between twenty-five and some number of dollars. Yes. So not bad at all. So and you were able to get it. It was being sold to you for how much?
1: On the original jacket that the coin was in, it said thirty dollars.
0: Right, and you were able to get that immediately negotiated down to eighteen. With no questions asked. That's right, eighteen dollars and um, not bad. Um, hold on one second, everybody. Can you close the uh, screen? There is a screaming child, everybody. I apologize to all of our listeners. I mean, people need to behave. Yeah. People need to behave, parent, and watch their kids. I'm trying to record a podcast over here, episode 100 <coughs> of the Fruitless Nuts podcast, and people will not be quiet. Okay. I feel better now. Okay. I'm sorry. It upsets me. I don't need screaming children screwing up our podcast. No, we don't. All right. Let's get back to the coin. All right. <sighs> I mean, just
1: looking at it, it says Concorda. Concordia Salus. Mm-hmm. It has, like, a an o circle, but it then turns into a belt buckle.
0: A belt buckle?
1: Yeah, and then there's a banner that says Bank of Montreal. hmm
0: I can see a beaver and several different types of flowers on it. Nice. Nice. has a beaver?
1: Yeah, and then on the other side is a big house.
0: A big house! <laughs> it has three stories, columns in the front, fence, trees. Almost like a Victorian-style house. Yes. In a way. A dual chimney. Now see how nice and quiet it is now. How nice and quiet it is without that kid. Yes. I'm sorry, folks, if you are a listener and you have young children, I apologize if I offend you, but parent your children. Yes. You don't just sit and let them cry and ruin things. And yes, I am trying to record episode 100 of an award-winning podcast that's never won an award, but it could. Yes. Now I can't win any awards if people don't parent their kids. Exactly. All right. I gotta calm down. Yes. Okay, it's episode 100. Nobody's going to ruin this for me. No. So, shove a mute button in the kid. Let's keep going.
1: All right. All right.
0: So, 1842. Yes. You got this coin down to $18 US. Yes. Not bad. No. And it was immediate. Yeah. Um. So, the same seller, folks, also had some really cool items. We'll get to, to the items I picked up as well. But I was a little miffed over that, that purchase of yours. I was a little bit hurt. I'm thinking... And she's got a really cool coin. I didn't get a chance to even like corner that market. You snapped that up quickly. You didn't even ask me if I wanted it. I was just I was just uh, jumping on the price. Mm-hmm. Sure you were. Anyway, by the way, you look pretty today. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, so anyway, see I give you I give you just sporadic compliments. <laughs> so I gotta calm down I'm a little upset over that kid. It just it upsets me. Anyway. Um, You don't just let your kids sit and scream and cry. No. Pay attention, parent. I mean, do the right thing, people. Yes. I mean, you want better people in society? Do the right thing at birth. Yes. Okay? And since birth, do the right thing. Anyway, so we picked up a box of coins. There were 50 coins in this box. Basically a hodgepodge box. But the seller was pretty cool. He threw in a couple of extra coins we were looking at in a different box of coins. Yes. Into the other box of coins at no charge. Yes. Which is pretty cool. So we ended up getting 50 coins. Yes. Uh, roughly in this box, little plastic box of coins. Went through them and found a couple cool coins. Yes. A 1940 Canadian quarter. Yes. George VI. Not bad. That's also, I believe, an 80% silver quarter. Yes.
1: Awesome. It has good detail. I mean, you see, oh, unfortunately, the silhouette of the moves, but you can still make out 25 cents, 1940. You still have good detail on George
0: on the front. Not bad. Probably worth by, between 3 and $4. Yes. I'd say maybe up to even $6. Um, but not a bad coin to pick up, a 1933 Canadian nickel, George V. Yes. That's pretty cool as well, thrown in there, a 1972 five-peso coin. Yes, that also, thing was big. Oh, Yes, also pretty cool. It's a, it's a big coin, everybody. But, you know, uh, basically the way Christine and I decided to, to deal with this is basically split the cost of the box. Yeah. nine fifty a person. $9.50 a person. Um... So 19 bucks, 9.50 a person, and then we went through and picked up coins we wanted. We each picked out nine coins we wanted to keep. The rest went into a box to be eBayed, yes. so to speak, or uh, used as as bonus coins for yes. sales on eBay. So
1: like, give it. You also had a really cool two Heller coin. Yes. From 1906.
0: Yes, yes, and that's we also talked about that Heller coin as well, uh, from Joseph the First, I believe, was the ruler at the time. Yeah. A uh, pretty cool coin in bronze
1: yeah and then also going through that box, you found or we found a one half penny from eighteen fifty
0: four the upper Bank of Canada. yes, now this is a defunct bank, everybody from Canada um it was defunct shortly after it was it was established, but it used its influence to basically prevent other banks from basically uh, being established in Canada, so that's a very rare it's a rare coin um so I felt bad about your your coin that you just purchased, um, but I was you at least again without knowing the actual value of the coin. We split the coins at 38 cents a coin, yes. right per per coin for 50 coins. Um, you were kind enough to give me this coin. We looked up the value; it's 35 dollars. That's a good find. Yes. And I felt really bad, and I thought, you know, I'll pay you for part of this coin at least. Um, but instead, you actually had your own punch back. At 35 dollar coin in the sandbox yes I did so what did you find that was worth 35 bucks in the sandbox you found I believe a penny or is it a half penny
1: it's a one cent 1908 Edward the seventh Canadian penny that's cool
0: 35 bucks that's in good condition not even fine very fine yeah
1: because you can still make out all the details (coughs) on his crown Mm mhm the um chain that he wore on his cloak Mm mhm And it, um, it doesn't have a design on, like, an actual, like, animal or something like they normally do on the back. Mm Mm-hmm. It's on the back of the coin. It just says one cent, 1908, and it has, like, a ring of leaves swirling around.
0: Interesting. Interesting. That is interesting. Almost like a, a wreath or a ring of leaves. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, 1908? Yes. That's cool. 35 bucks. Yes. So you got your own $35 coin in the box. Yes. So it was definitely worth it.
1: Oh, yeah. I The mean, box
0: was totally worth it.
1: Just a few other coins that we've, like, whenever we were at the other store. Which store? In Are you talking about uh, Apple Hill? Okay. We, um, I bought a, a dual pack of coins for a quarter. Mm-hmm. One of those coins was a 1924 six-pence coin
0: from Britain. Nice. George, is it uh, George George V? Modern yes. front, excellent.
1: And then, just I'm just gonna just say some of the other coins that I got out of the box. Sure, and then we'll talk about the silver shirts too. So yes, go ahead. I got two Jersey pa- um, shillings. They're shillings. Yes, are they shillings these... or fractional shillings. Shillings, because shillings are part of now. These are fractional shillings, actually. Ah, uh-huh. one twelfth of a shilling. Hmm. Bellawick of Jersey, I got, actually one of them is a commemorative. Nice. It says 1066 to 1966.
0: Wait, 1066? Yes. That's the year that uh, William the Conqueror defeated, won at the Battle of Hastings to establish Great Britain. And that's what- Oh man, I just found that out. Yeah, I just live on this show. Yes. Man, I got kids over here I got to get mad at. Now I'm jealous of you because you got a commemorative 1066 to 1966 coin. Yeah, it's in really good shape because you can still see the light oh, copper. Man. And the other sh- the other one I got was just 1964. Man. Are you serious? 1060? That's a 900-year commemorative coin. Yes. Are you serious? I do not know the value. Ugh. We will find that out. And we'll report back. Yes, we will. It's a good episode 100 find. We <laughs> didn't plan that. Seriously, you didn't I plan did that. I did not
1: plan that. Man.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: <laughs> and, um, Jersey coin. Okay. I got a 1862 one penny mm-hmm. with Victoria on it.
0: Oh, you have a Victorian shilling, too, from 18, the 1870s, right? Yes. I'm just rolling my a- eyes. 1880, 1887. Okay, I apologize. But still... <laughs> but still, yeah. ugh, roll my eyes at it. All right, so that is really cool. Ten sixty six to nineteen. I'm, I'm not. I'm not over this Jersey corn yet. <laughs> I New got a 1917
1: cool. penny with George V. Is
0: this for a British penny or Canadian money?
1: British penny. Okay. And then I got a 1906 with a, uh English penny. With Edward VII on it. What year? 19-what? With Edward VII? 1906. Ah. One of the last ones with him on it. Mm-hmm. Because mm. I think I'm in 1907 with George V. See, this, this is the
0: coolest stuff. I mean, It's the
1: history that's
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. I also like the crossover years, too, with coins. Yes. Like with the Buffalo Nickel 1938, when you have the Buffalo Nickel transition to the Jefferson Nickel later that year.
1: Yeah, you can have two... Nickels from the same year, but two totally different designs.
0: Right, but also the values are different because of the first year of a given of a given coin. So In the last year of another. Right, and they're more rare. Yeah. Because you only have so many months of that year that certain coins were made. So, that's really cool. And the
1: last cool coin I got was a Jamaican penny from 1953, which was the first year of Elizabeth
0: II being minted on coins. Nice. And that was, of course, from the Frederick Coin Exchange that we went to. Um, as well. And I think that was last Saturday.
1: No, we, I did not actually get coins from them. This was an Apple Hill find. Uh, are you sure? I think you did. No, all I did was get the silver coin.
0: Okay. But because we weren't thrilled with their pricing. At t- how can you not be thrilled with pricing when they're 25 cents a piece? I thought they were 50 cents a piece. No, they are 25 cents a piece for world coins. You bought four world coins and then two troy ounces of silver. One toy ounce. Two, because you bought mine and yours ah, separately. mine. I only bought mine. And you also bought, two, you also bought a set of coins, two for you, two for me. Ah. Which you spotted me 50 cents in true. coins. True. So yes, you did find that Jamaican penny. There. Yes, you did, because I remember the spider in the box. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. Now, All right, so. Just to go over the other cool I, coins you found. we got too much stuff
1: going on. See, we can mm-hmm. remember stuff. We got a 1933 Canadian Mm five-cent coin.
0: Which we we talked about with George V. Yes. The 1940 quarter.
1: Yes. And then this one is a 1934 one-cent from Canada. Mm -hmm. You have two half-pennies from 1942, which are British half-pennies with George VI on them. So one
0: of them can be sold, though. Yes. If I have redundant, I don't need two.
1: And then you also have... A 1942 one cent from Canada.
0: Alright. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit miffed still. I didn't realize it was... I'm not a you. I'm a little miffed over, still again, over the kid. Oh, yes. I mean, we're trying to record a podcast here, and people can't parent. Or they won't parent. And it's just... Ugh. It just ruined my podcast. But it won't ruin the podcast. No. So, it ruined, it ruined my experience for me. Also, that's why we don't have children. Exactly. We don't have children, don't even have pets. Nope, with yet. So, anyway. Do you want to talk about your $5 fines? Sure. So, from the Antique Depot, saw these in the case, but there were people around when we went to the Antique Depot, so we couldn't really negotiate it. But in the case, we saw two $5 silver certificates in 1953A, Red Seal, Red Ink, 1963, Red Seal, Red Ink cool thing about the 1963 silver shirt is that it is a United States note, not a Federal Reserve note. This is also based on a, an executive order from President Kennedy, which stripped the power from the Federal Reserve to print currency and temporarily uh, vested that power back to the U.S. Treasury. Therefore, 1963, you have the United States note for the silver certificate. It's also visible on the $2 bill from 1963. That is why we have them in the collection. Now, these two bills uh, were being offered at $10 a piece. Yes. Now, we left for the day and caught them again later in the day, right before closing time. Yes, yeah, like right, right, right before they closed. And, Christina, you were able to pick up both of these bills for a reduced rate. Yeah. You offered $8 per bill instead of $10. They met you in the middle at $9 a bill. That's not bad. Two new bills, two new silver certs, two $5 silver certs in the bag, and the first red silver certs in the collection. Yes. That's pretty cool. So that made it into the finds. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah pretty cool. So a lot of stuff. Yes. A lot of coins. We have so much stuff. We had stuff. a lot of fun. We did. I mean, you picked up, I think, nearly 30 new coins. Uh, I picked up, what, four new bills? Yeah. So four new bills. You got nearly 30 coins. I took all my, my myself 14 new coins. Uh, a couple of silver coins in the whole batch. Uh, you got more silver coins than I did, of course, with your commemoratives, too, uh, and your specialty novelty coins, but still pretty cool. Yes. Pretty cool stuff. Canada 150 just passed on July 1st, had a really cool new beer. Got a lot of stuff going on.
1: And now we're actually on to the topic.
0: Yes, now that I can calm down from people and, and their poor parenting skills. Anyway, I, <laughs> can, say, I can say that, though. I could be an armchair parent. Yes. You know why? Uh Because I don't have any kids. Exactly. So, but even so, you don't just let a a kid sit and just scream. No, that's annoying. It's very annoying. It's also disrespectful to people around you. Especially if they don't have kids. Yeah, exactly. I mean, before we get into the zeniels topic, you've heard about this, right, with, with restaurants that have seating for people without kids? Yeah. And people with kids say that it's discriminatory. It is not discriminatory at all. That is a decision you made. Other people should not suffer for it. And you need to live with it. And you need to live with it, because if you're, not, if you're not able to control, handle, and deal with having your children, other people should not suffer for it. Exactly. Now, I have little cousins who are my, now my second cousins, uh, my, my first cousins, of course have kids, um, and their children, as soon as they start to cry or throw some sort of uh, fit of some sort or have a, an episode out and about mm-hmm. in public... They're not mean to the kids. They don't yell at the kids. They don't physically punish the kids. They just pick them up and take them outside. Yep. Perfect. Give them themselves so Do whatever you got to do as a parent. Whatever your parenting philosophy is, you do it, but you do it outside. Yes. So that is, I think, decent. Yes. So see, it's a societal thing, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. You know, millennials and whatnot, we'll talk about that, though. So let's get into the topic. <sighs> okay. Are I you all I don't want to make this show about, about people being have, but we talked about it. Yeah. Behave. Yes. Behave. Your offspring. Behave. Yes. That's why we don't have offspring. Yes. So, all right, let's go ahead and talk about the topic. So, we wanted to talk about the Xenials. Now, Christina, you brought this topic to my attention a few weeks ago, and I had to go take a look at it. And Xenials is what? X-E-N-N-I-A-L-S? Yes. Xenials. Yes. Kind of like Xena. They try to combine Generation X and
1: Millennials
0: to give us our little micro-generation title. From 1977 to 1983. Yes. I like that. I like having this little window in between. Yes. I don't like being called a Millennial. No, I actually take offense to it. I don't have a sense of entitlement. I don't believe everything should be handed to me. I don't think just because I went to college I deserve a good job. Um, Quite frankly, folks... Getting a good job is a combination of education and application of education and capability. Nobody cares that you you went to go to school. Everybody does now. Yes. And really, the the best jobs go to the best people. Yes. Period. It's not about, I deserve this. No, you don't. No. You know why? Because I'll compete with you for it and I'll beat you. I'll beat you every time because I'll do one thing you won't. I will outwork you. Yes. I will do everything in my power to defeat other people. I've always been that way. Yes. I'm highly competitive. So are you. Yes. We're very competitive. People. You don't mess with us. No. You don't, because we will take you out. Yes. Now, will I sabotage you and, and, and low blow you to get there? No. No. But I will, you know, do it to your face.
1: Yes. You know what I
0: mean? It's like, no, no, you are not going to defeat me. I will be better than you, because I can be. And the cool part is, I mean, the Daniels are also known as the Oregon Trail Generation. I love that video game when I was a kid. <laughs> Especially like the Apple II version In the computer lab at school Yes Man it was It was like I, You had it But you had it for the The, the IBM The IBM version Yeah like The IBM compatible version Yes See to, I don't know What your iteration of it was But for me on the Apple II It was math No it was
1: You choose what you do You do X, What A, B, or C What Do you buy this Or do you go here
0: Do you yeah, but Go hunting yeah, do you... yeah but didn't You also like, have to answer Like questions in between To like get credits Or monies or anything Yeah
1: and you also found on the way people had typhoid
0: and all that. I mean we actually on this game, we actually people went through the illnesses that the actual people went through. People, typhoid epidemic outbreak. Yes. That's right. Lose three credits. Um that's so, so cool though. Or I remember like there being bridges out and Yeah, have to all go around, add this many more days. Yes. It was so cool. Good job on the typhoid, by the way. <laughs> like, typhoid. Like, ugh. Don't want to touch the keyboard now. Gross. <laughs> so, so, but I mean, at least for me in the computer lab, as I recall, it was educational based. Yeah. Now, I don't know what exactly what subjects might have been adapted for, but I do remember for me it was math. A yeah. lot of math stuff as part of going to the computer lab and having, you know, Oregon Trail Day. That was awesome. <laughs> and we also had a space game as well. I think it was called Blast Off. We also had blast off as well in the computer lab, but yes, the Oregon Trail was awesome. Um, One of the most, one of the coolest, most iconic early video games you could have that was educational. We're also called the lucky ones, right?
1: Yes, that's right. Because we were lucky enough to appreciate analog, but yet adapt to the digital age. That's right. And we respect where technology
0: came from. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I work in technology to this day, and. You know, you realize there is more capability in a pocket smartphone than there was on the on the on the first Apollo missions. I mean, think about that. We have more technology in our pocket than what we had when we went to the moon. Yeah. With basic computing, you know, now you have again people beyond the Genial generation that were born with the internet. Yeah. You know, and social media.
1: And we were also called the lucky ones because.
0: We didn't have the stress of growing up with that. First of all, I don't understand it. And maybe it is that generation gap. I don't understand the concept of the stresses of social media. Do I'm... your stuff, keep your mouth shut, and only talk about things when you feel like it. Nobody cares that every little aspect of your life is being captured. I don't want to know when you go flush the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I
1: mean, the only thing I really look for on like Facebook... Is the funny things like I found this morning with the Happy Treason Day. That was
0: so funny. That's <laughs> or awesome. Or the
1: the cat video I watched that was the Too Fast and, um...
0: Too Furriest? Yeah. Too Fast and Furriest?
1: Yes. So... <laughs> I look for the cute, dumb things that are going to get a good laugh out
0: of. And you share every once in a while. Yes. Right? But otherwise, you leave others to find things and get their own meaning out of stuff. Yes. yes. Okay. The one thing, too, that I find interesting about being a Xennial versus a Millennial is that what I've noticed with Millennials, and if you are a Millennial who does not fall into this and you listen to this show, I apologize to you, but I'm going to just give a mass statement here for the general public and the Millennial population. Just because something is new to you does not mean you discovered it. No. Is that a good way to put it? Yes. It's like, this is mine, this is my idea. No, it is not. No, it is not. People found it before you. It was just that you discovered it and think it's brand new. It's not. Right. Okay? I mean, and I say that, for example, with the, I'll say it from a technology perspective. People thought that cloud computing was the greatest thing. It's been around forever. Yeah. Just, it's been around forever. Look. It's finally affordable. Yes. That's really what, what happened. Same thing with social media. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg just made it easier. Yeah. But social networks were around before Facebook, everybody. Hello, phone book. That's right. Your
1: personal phone book.
0: That was your network. That's a good point. I and mean, think <laughs> about that, man. When the white pages came, you remember phone book day? Yes. You remember the front door, you hear that loud thud? And it was the white pounds. pages and the yellow pages. And then they mixed it into one book and it was even heavier. Yeah, the five pound brick. That's right. And you start flipping through the phone book. Do well, you remember pay phones? I remember pay yes. phones. They still have them in some hotels. They do, but they're expensive as will get-out. 50 though. cents a call? Yeah. yeah. For a local. call. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it, millennials don't get that. They don't understand the concept of a payphone. They're still carrying on that little pocket device to make a call and do everything on it. It's like their nose is embedded into the screen. Did you know also, I was listening to this yesterday on the BBC, and else it also falls into our topic, that people are now changing their posture. Because of the phone. Yeah. They walk slower. They avoid obstacles more. They keep their heads lower and keep their eyes focused upward more. It's scary. Yeah. It is so scary.
1: And I'm so glad that they made this micro-generation for us because we did not fit the mold of the Gen X or the Millennials because we have traits of both but yet relate to neither.
0: Yeah. I'd agree. I mean... You know, it's interesting, though, because I talked about this before on the show where even the younger generation now, the early teens now... They're reverting back. Yeah, they don't want social media. They want to be able to talk to their friends. They want to be able to see them.
1: Yeah, and that might be a new generation. They may break off and say, "It's
0: this generation." Yeah, I, I think it's better. I mean, you lose your ability to function when you have too much of the technology. Yeah, I well, mean,
1: I was gonna say like the millennials are too reliant. On their technology. If they don't know, they whip out their phone. And they whine. Yeah. They whine. I want this answer. Why can't I find it?
0: Well, here's an idea. Here's a book. You know, a thing with physical pages. You flip through that and you find the answer. Yeah. But that takes too much time. I want it now. They're the Um... microwave generation. (laughs) Yes, they are. That's a good way to look at it.
1: Millennials are microwave generations. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you remember the kids' cuisines speaking of microwave generation? Yes, I do. That's right. They They still have them. They were just the TV dinners for kids. They've been around yeah. forever, though. They threw a little penguin on it. Yes. And then they had, of course, the little subdivided things with your dish. And then the, usually the corn and the little thing and the little brownie or the yeah. pudding that came with it. Which I never understood why you microwaved pudding. No. I never understood that. but I
1: can understand microwaving a brownie. Of course. Because it's not fully cooked. It'll fully
0: cook it. It'll be ready to go. But with the pudding, I can see heating it because it was in the freezer. Yeah. But... Ugh, Hot pudding? It. No. Pudding. Hot pudding. So I mean Is your Koofy empty yes? Go on. Okay, your Koofy? Yes. I can't say like the Swedish chef. Koofy. Koofy, yes. Um,
1: at <laughs> least with our generation, we're tech savvy. hmm But it's not everything to us. We can go without it. Yep. I mean, granted, we do get upset if our phone dies,
0: but it's not the world. It doesn't our world doesn't come crumbling down because we don't have a phone. You know what would be really interesting is if someone did a study on a population, a focus group or something like that of a thousand millennials, anyone born after 1983, anyone born between 77 and 83 of the Xennials, and mm-hmm. just see what general usage patterns were for, for mobile devices. Yeah. Is it, I, I would think that the Xennials would probably use it more for reading, email, phone calls. Yeah. And text. Some. Millennials. A lot of texting. Yeah. Snapchat, social media. Yeah. And video. Yeah, betcha. Selfies! Yep. Nobody cares about selfies of people. Millennials do. You know what selfies were back in the day? Picture day at school. You remember picture day? Yes! I love picture day. I always had horrible hair on picture day. Doesn't everyone? And the class picture. Mm-hmm. Remember that class picture? How oh. oh, annoying it was. Everybody stand up straight, stop the bunny ears, stop picking your nose. Everybody smile. Nope, you, chin up. Smile. You're here. Here, stand up there. Yeah, exactly. And they always put you like based on height. Yeah. Remember then they had risers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You... Oh gosh. And like the shortest people would kneel in the front with a little class sign, or no, they'd be sit Indian style. Yes, with a class sign in the yes! front. Yes. And the teachers were always back to the left or right. Yes. To the side of their class. Yes. Being proud course you know 20 years later can you remember half of those people no no <laughs> or oh, do you even want to remember half of those people no no i remember what my <laughs> classmates were like and filthy little kids man Ugh. filthy little kids so <sighs> trip down memory lane yes you know but uh it, it was interesting because i mean i think a lot of the, uh, actually a couple of the movies that kind of brought that out the zennials were kind like back to the future oh yeah remember you know michael j fox Marty mcfly yeah You know, his biggest concerns were not about, you know, texting all of his friends and, you know, sending out things on Snapchat. His biggest concerns were, like, the pickup truck that he bought and making sure that he took care of Biff.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, that was pretty cool. So, Xennials.
1: Anything else on the Xennials? That's about all. I mean, we're basically a new micro-generation because they finally defined us. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to clump us into one or the other because... Oh, we can't have too many generations, I mean. But people, we may need to start making more micro-generations so people can understand.
0: You know, I have a view on this. You know, we talked about the zennials, but who cares what generation you're part of? You're an individual. Uh,
1: true, and we shouldn't also have the generations define us. You yes. define yourself, not your
0: generation. That's right. I'm a millennial. I'm like, yes, that means you're a self-entitled twerp basically. <laughs> and if
1: someone says it's me, I'll actually repeat that to them.
0: <laughs> it's like, you you're a self-entitled twerp. So You're a self-entitled twerp who thinks everything should be given to you. You don't work for anything and then you get mad and think you're smarter than everybody because you discovered things 20 years after everybody else.
1: Now, do you want to be called a millennial? No. Mm-mm. And I, I, after I say that, I would actually say that something like, Now, do you really want to be
0: called a millennial? Yeah. I mean, look, I get it. I'm 35 years old. I act like I'm 70. And you know what? That's perfectly fine with me. You know, I grew up around adults most of my life. I was yep. raised around adults. I was an only child, so you know, I learned that you only got respect by being respected by people who know more than you. Yeah. And that's the truth. Xennials, I think they get that. You you get respect by being respected by those that know more than you do.
1: I mean, the uh millennial uh the Xennials possess genetic cynicism, but yet the optimism of the optimism and drive of the millennials.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing, though. The Xenials actually make things happen, though. Yeah,
1: that's where the drive comes in.
0: Right. We have more drive than the Millennials. Well, the Millennials are dreamers. Yeah. The Millennials are very much dreamers, and they also don't sustain things. No. They quit things quickly. If they they can't
1: get it, they're done.
0: And they switch things quickly. Yeah. So, um, I'm just not impressed. I'm sorry. I'm just just not. um, So... You know, I certainly wouldn't want to be bringing up kids in the world we live in today. No. Gosh, no. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't. I don't even have fish. I, mean, I don't even have fish. So, however, we are looking to acquire a kitten. A kitty cat. <laughs> yes. Or a munchkin cat. As I prefer. Whose name will be? Little Chief. Little Chief. Chief. So. That might be coming down the road though, because we're not paying pet rent for that. No. I yeah, have fifty dollars a month. Sorry, not worth it. We're cheap. We're frugal. We're <laughs> cheap. <laughs> but yes, some a little companion to be, have around would not be bad. But not it's not going to be a child. No. So at least not anytime soon. <laughs> hopefully. So. Um. Anyway, uh, that is that. Yes. Besides, I have a niece I could, I could mess around with anyway. Oh, and I did, I played with her over the weekend. Yes, you did. She loves you. Oh yeah. You had to play with my niece. I was a little tickle monster. Two years old. Tickle monster tickling the feet.
1: Oh, and the the belly.
0: (laughs) Just remember, they grow up. I know. And they (laughs) turn into brats. Stop. (laughs) do not turn into brats. They only turn into misbehaving little, you know, hoodlums. If you let them. Yes. That's right. If you let them. It's on how kids are raised. Your reality is shaped by what you see. So, if you're if you're made to work hard and made to do cool things, you're gonna do cool things. If yes. you're if you're handed everything, and being told that you deserve everything, you're not gonna have much of a good life. No. Nope. Because it will be my mission in life, no matter how old I am, to stop you from being that way. Yes. So no, you gotta work for it. You gotta earn respect. And you'll actually, if you, if if you have a kid, you will actually parent it. Yes. Yes, and i got to calm down because I'm starting to feel those feelings again of being upset. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I just keep just sitting and screaming. Just screaming at the top of its lungs. I mean, if you want to be a musician and want, want
1: it to develop its lungs, don't develop
0: it here. Exactly. There's training for that. And I, I'm sure all of our listeners heard this kid with the, with the window open in the studio just screaming its head off. Yes. That's just, that's just not right. No, just not right. Um, anyway... Of course i will ask a question and i have that and you have a sibling
1: yes i have a
0: half sibling now i do consider myself kind of an only child though yes i was raised by my male parent and would you say that only children get more attention yeah so we don't have to share anything no nope. all their love and focus goes on to us yes so you think having siblings actually kind of harms a person's development I think so, or helps the person's development because they're fighting for the parents' time. If there's more than one, true. But if you're a strong child and you see that happening when you're younger, when you get older, you become less self, you become more self reliant. Yeah, and less codependent. Exactly. So look at me. Yep. Very, very true. Very true. Again, kind of. I, I think sometimes parents focus on certain children to be the golden children. And the others, are, oh, you'll kinda of figure it out. I'm like, you know what, you know what, I am gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out better because I don't need your assistance like this other person needs your yeah, your your absolution and your vindication. I don't need that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I make that for myself. So all right. So that's the Xenoles. Do you wanna talk about anything else in this episode?
1: I think we're good to go. We really covered a lot. Yes, we did. We had a long episode. Yes.
0: All right, everybody, hope everybody enjoyed episode one hundred of the Fruit Podcast with the caveats, of course, of a screaming toddler, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to record an award-winning podcast here for our listeners, and that, that, that kid was about to derail us. Yes. All right. So we're not going to have bad things derail us. Nope. Fool, snobs. Exactly. All right, everybody. On a serious note, I hope everybody enjoys the 4th of July holiday, or treason day, um, you know, whichever way you look at it. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed their holiday weekend. A lot of things coming up with a lot of development going on. Uh, the YouTube channel is coming along nicely. Uh, we basically just want to help everybody continue to move forward, giving advice, giving career tips, uh, giving some a little bit of humor into everyone's uh, day or week, uh, depending on when you check out this show. We will be back with episode 101 very soon of the Process Podcast. But until then, make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already to the podcast where you get every episode nearly nearly as quickly as it's uploaded. Yes. So it will be pushed to the device of your choice. Get out there on your podcast for a choice or your network of choice. Pick up the podcast. Uh, also, be sure that you subscribe on YouTube. Uh, again, you'll see the videos at So if Simply click on any of the videos. You'll be able to watch the video, and you can also subscribe to the channel. So Fruitsnaps are getting a facelift. We're coming out with some new branding. Also, Podcast Royale is starting to pick up. So we got a couple of ideas. Think, Christine, you have an idea for a fitness podcast? I'm thinking about a finance podcast. So we might be breaking off from each other. We'll still do this podcast on an episodic basis, but we'll also be doing some of our own independent work as well. Yes. All right, everybody, go ahead and wrap it up here. Happy Fourth of July Independence Day here in the United States. Uh, Be well. Never pay retail. I've already enjoyed Episode 100. And take care of yourself and each other.